Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen, TGIF, and welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, we are going to talk a little later with uh, the COO of Habitat for Humanity with Orange and Osceola County. They are talking about efforts to help people in the wake of the disaster of Hurricane Ian. So, um, and if you have questions or comments with regards to um, people that you know that are still suffering from Hurricane Ian and they need uh, some help in some way, shape, or form, uh, give us a call at 516-387-1944. So today also, and I don't know if uh, we got our signal crossed, but um, we were supposed to have on a little more inspiration today other than hopefully some that I try to give you. But um, we are going to hopefully, if we don't do it today, we're going to have them on at some point. Um, Bishop George Coleman and uh, Apostle Phyllis Coleman um, from Virginia. Uh, and it's not like I don't know any um, people of spiritual, uh, you know, I guess, fortitude here in Central Florida. They happen to be from Central Florida because they happen to be uh, relatives of mine. So I look forward to having them on at some point. But in the meantime, uh, the number, like I said, if you, and I want to also hear from you in terms of anything that you know of that's going on this weekend. I try to keep everybody up on that. So uh, the number, again, is 516-387-1944. That's 516-387-1944. Going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll uh, move on with the show. And uh, anything that you would like to talk about, G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. 
whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, And I have to apologize because I meant to remind a lot of you that maybe did not get a chance to register to register for the midterms. Um, Unfortunately, that deadline has passed. However, if you are already registered and you've made some sort of change in terms of moving uh, or, you know, there's some sort of uh, other change in terms of, uh, I guess, uh, information on your registration, you still have an opportunity to do that. So just wanted to let you know um, to go ahead and go do that. And I think um, the uh, early uh, re- uh, re- early elections are coming up. Um, I'm, just going to, I'm trying to find out that for you as well. Uh, in, but uh, if you have any questions in terms of things that, especially if you got caught up in Hurricane Ian, and and I know some of the precincts have changed, um, one of the things you can do is go to the, um, if you're in Orange County, for example, uh, go to the elections website. I think it's OSL elections, and I'm trying to pull that up, uh, .com, and um, they should be able to uh, give you the correct information. Hold on, ocfelections.com, there we go. Um, actually, they say the polls. Let me uh, let me just check this. I could swear they say the polls are open already. Um, but let me just check on that because I don't want to give you um, any misinformation. Um, registered active. Okay, never mind. That's just some information in terms of registered active voters. Also, too, I just want to encourage you. I, I'm pushing this, especially people. Uh, African-American people really should not take for granted what we have. We have our ancestors, you know, that, that kind of really put themselves out there to try to get it so that, and we're still going through this fight in terms of get, being able to vote because there are some people that are making it more and more difficult to keep the right to vote. Um, and so I, you know, taking it for granted, even though you, especially those, if you're registered and you didn't register in the primary, you know, you got to get out and, and do it for the general election. Even, even if it's a midterm, these elections are more important than in some ways than the presidential election. And you've got to get to the polls. Um, and then if you also are, by the way, voting by mail, like I usually have to do, and uh, like my husband got his ballot, I did not get mine. If you think you should have had your ballot by now, because one of the things I'm going to do is make a phone call, uh, is, is, because it has not shown up, uh, make sure you call and and get that taken care of if you've got to vote by mail. Check on your elderly friends, relatives, and neighbors and make sure that if they plan on voting and they don't think that they're going to be able to get to the polls, make sure that they are able to um, contact your local supervisor of elections office and request that vote-by-mail ballot right away. And actually, you can just do it online. Uh, I'm trying to – let's see – 
actually, I'm going to do this while I have you all on. Um, so it has the, only a family, immediate family member or legal guardian may request a mail ballot on behalf of another person. And then it asks you if you're requesting it for yourself or someone else. So um, I'm putting my information in right now. Uh, I'm not going to wait. And uh, you can go. It's very easy. Like I said, um, and I think it says orangeelectionsfl.org. Um, that's where you can go. And they're asking for my date. Well, okay, I won't do all of this here. But anyway, you can go. And it's just that easy. I won't. I won't bore you with it. But it's important. You know, everything that's important is not necessarily entertaining, but it has to be done. Um, the turnout, the reason I'm pressing this, the turnout, from my understanding, was 21%. 21%. That, that is bad. <laughs> no bones about it. It was bad. And so we've got to make sure that we up that percentage, especially those of us that keep getting, uh, I guess, uh, prevented from um, going through the system for one reason or another, whether or not it's the information or maybe having to have voting rights restored. If that's another thing, you need to go ahead and do that. But we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk with Habitat for Humanity and look at some of the things that they're doing to help with the Hurricane Ian relief. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G, and we are pleased to welcome Jennifer Gallagher, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity, Orange, Osceola Counties. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. Thank you for taking the time out. I know you guys are quite, quite, quite busy, but um, I know that when there's issues like this, I mean, you've got a reputation from um, what, the work that you did um, after Hurricane Andrew, and so um, we've got another devastating uh, aftermath with Hurricane Ian, and kind of just wanted to find out what Habitat is involved with in those type of relief efforts. Um, we appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. We are actually, uh, we've put together a cleanup bucket drive. We're partnering with local businesses in the community to collect and distribute five-gallon buckets full of items needed to clean up in homes after the storm. Uh, we're going to be distributing them in both Orange and Osceola County to those residents that need them. And there's currently two drop-off locations for those, our office on uh, Silver Star Road and then Ann Barr's office located near Lake Eola. 
Um, and you can find a full list if you want to get engaged with either donating uh, or being a drop-off location, or if you need those buckets, you can find that information on our website. And so is it just a bucket, or what, is there something – what's included in the bucket, basically? Yeah, so it's everything that you really need to, to clean up after the storm. So it's cleaning supplies, it's clothesline so you can dry things out, it's that uh, PPE, that personal protective equipment, the gloves, the masks, all of that that will help you get in there. Um, we're not encouraging people to get in there if there's, you know, significant damage or, or debris or anything harmful, but after the floodwater is clear, we want to be able to give people that, those supplies that, that they may not have. Um, so the buckets are, are our first line of, of response, but we're also uh, fielding just countless calls from the community and from our clients hearing what they need. And so we've also set up um, a resource page on our website, and that website is habitatorlandoosceola.org, and we're keeping it up to date as we hear from our partner agencies and different organizations in town what they're doing so we can connect people with what they need outside of housing as quickly as possible. Um, and then in addition, you know, we're still getting assessments from our homeowners and our roof repair clients and really hearing what they're needing and trying to plug in wherever we can. Um, we're also talking to community leaders and other organizations to, to be able to support their efforts because, you know, the hurricane passed quickly, but assistance is going to be needed to rebuild for many of our friends and neighbors for significantly longer. So we're really preparing for that long-term response. And you did mention um, flooding and floodwaters. And, you know, just because we're not necessarily seeing it in, in our areas, I mean, I, I have, I've been mm -hmm. blessed not to have to work deal with that. But um, there are some areas yeah. that are still um, suffering with that, right? There are. You know, here in, in Florida, we, we build and prepare for wind, but it's significantly harder to build and prepare for flooding. Uh, so mm -hmm. this was not a normal storm event. This was definitely, um, you know, one of the biggest flood events we've seen in, you know, all of our memories. And so areas that don't normally flood did. Um, people that haven't experienced, you know, that water intrusion and hadn't had to prepare for it in past storms, they got it. And so it really has been more significant in, in a lot of our communities. Florida has a lot of low-lying areas and a lot of water already here. Um, and before Ian, we had a lot of a lot of storms. Um, you know, those those lakes and retention ponds were pretty full when the storm hit, so that didn't help much. Um, but we are seeing it's it's an odd experience because you don't see it everywhere, but you see just these pockets of devastation within our community. We serve both Orange County and Osceola County. And some of the neighborhoods were untouched. Others were just devastated. And it's so hard for people with flooding because you, you really lose everything. And if, if things sit, then, you know, mold can set in and, and things like that, and you have bigger issues. So um, right. that's why we, we want to get people the tools to clean up if, if they can. If they can't, we want to get them those resources to help them. Um, you know, get items out of the house and, and get that that debris and out and that drywall cut and all the things that they need to do. Are you seeing more or less 
I guess you could say devastation or, or damage uh, in, or of an impact in general between Ian and Irma five years ago? Uh, Irma was, was a bit more of a wind event, so it's a little different, but we work with Orange County to administer a roof repair and replacement program. So we had clients that were in queue to get their roofs replaced, um, and we touched base with them, you know, as soon as we could to make sure they were still okay because they had, they already had existing roof issues. And a lot of them, um, thankfully, they came through it, you know, with, with, minimal additional damage, but a lot of people did have that water intrusion. Um, and like I said, areas that had never flooded before got a lot more water um, and so did experience some flooding, not necessarily that entered the home, maybe just their street was, was very flooded or it, it softened the ground and loosened those tree roots so then trees fell. So the flooding with, with Ian was definitely more impactful than with, with past storms. That, that I've experienced. So what have you heard from, um, have you been, you were saying that you heard from a variety of people. Some of these uh, mm-hmm. previous uh, people that you've in the past, were, was there anything that uh, they needed to have uh, readdressed with regards to the homes, some of the homes that you, you built yeah, we've we've been in contact with our homeowners, um, also the folks that are in our pipeline waiting to to have their homes built and purchase them, um, and then also our repair clients. And we've heard kind of across the board, it was a very mm-hmm. individualized impact. Everybody was affected in a different way. Um, uh-huh. We have some people who, you know, haven't, they haven't moved into their habitat home yet, they haven't purchased it, and they were in a rental situation, and now that home is completely unlivable. So now they're having to to get emergency assistance there. Um, We're trying to work with them to get whatever resources they need. Um, We have some clients that, thankfully, we talk to them, and their home is high and dry, and, and they have no issues. And then we talk to other people who trees fell on electrical lines, and they don't have power. Um... You know, the the responses have been so varied, but for the most part, um, you know, this was this was a massive hurricane. It was a it was a huge catastrophic event for the whole state and really we were we were luckier than our, our um affiliates you know, on the south, but Right. But our our and I was going to ask affected, you what have you... was affected. I was going to ask you, what have you heard from your affiliates in the South? They are doing what they can to assess and respond. Um, it, it, we're very lucky here at Habitat. We're a very large, uh, large organization with small affiliates. Uh, so our, our affiliates across the nation have offered support and help, and Habitat International has offered that as well. And we're just trying to help each other the best we can. Um, you know, if we have things they can benefit from, we're definitely trying to support them. But it's very hard to figure out even where to start sometimes because it is just such an impactful event. Definitely. So, okay, let's get everybody involved. How can the community help? What What do you need? Yeah, so uh, we are – 
Like I said, we have the bucket drive information up on our website, habitatorlandoosceola.org. We also will be, as we um, plug in with different organizations and as we plug in with the needs of our community, we're going to be posting new things that we're doing, uh, especially as we move from the triage phase to the rebuilding phase on that same website. And really, it's it's supporting your neighbors. It's being there for people. You know, this has been such a, a reminder that we have such a great community here in Central Florida that really look out for each other and help each other whenever possible. Um, but the biggest thing people can do is with the next storm, because we know there will be one, is be prepared. Um, you know, get that hurricane kit, get that evacuation plan. Don't ever take it lightly that, that a storm is coming, definitely be prepared and help your neighbors be prepared. So, um, yeah, as we as we work on the cleanup, we we welcome the community support. We rely on the community support. We have an amazing community here in here in Central Florida. And then as we move into that rebuilding phase, we'll be sharing more information on on what we're doing and how people can plug into that as well. So, do you have projects that you were previously working on that are are still um, going forward, or are they on hold? Mm-hmm. What can you tell us? No, we have, um, as I said, a lot of the folks that are in our pipeline that we're building their houses now, they need those houses now more than ever, so we are moving forward. Uh, we do have projects in progress. Uh, we do expect that there may be a bit additional supply chain interruption, um, but right now we're we're moving full steam ahead on the projects that we had started prior to Ian. Talk a little bit about that because that that has to be um, very impactful, the the supply chain issues. And I guess I really hadn't hadn't thought about that, but how how is that Mm -hmm. affecting you? Are are you having – is that causing any type of major delays? And I know you have, like, you know, some of the other – like big box companies and some, you know, contractors and stuff that really, you know, work to help you out and donate stuff. But what's going on with that? Yeah, we have some great partners, but everybody's been interested by the supply chain issues really since the start of the pandemic. They've continued on now. Um, and with Ian, it, it we're making plans for uh, what we need to do to prepare for those to increase. Um, with everybody uh, – with the supply chain already stressed, everybody rebuilding, you know, windows, cabinets, doors, lumber, uh, roof shingles, AC ductwork, everything becomes uh, more of a need and and harder to get. So we do our best to work with our, our partners who donate gift in kind uh, to, to get that secured in advance. And then we also work with some of our building partners. We have some great building partners that we work with. Um, we're actually going to be doing a holiday build event with, with Williams Company where they come out and build a house for us with an accelerated build schedule in uh, November, December. So that's still on track. Thankfully, we had gotten a lot of supplies for that ahead of time. But it does. It just takes a lot more planning and a lot more coordination. And, and we've got a great team here. Like I said, we've got great community partners, so we're able to mitigate it. But whenever a disaster strikes, it does put – a squeeze on that supply chain and you know we don't want to to take supplies that away from folks that are trying to rebuild that is that is not the goal but we do need to to kind of continue moving forward at that same time okay so um 
how do people reach out to you? How, who do, do you have a phone number? And I, I'm, I know you probably, mm-hmm. in addition to HabitatOsceola.org, you have social media pages as well. We do. So everything, our, our handle on everything is pretty much Habitat Orlando Osceola. Um, and you can call our office, 407-648-4567, or you can go online. If you need resources, there is a link to uh, the resource page on that front page of our website. If you want to get involved with the cleanup bucket supply drive, that is on the front page of our website as well. Um, as we start launching more uh, response efforts, that'll be posted there. You can sign up for our e-newsletter on our website and get up to date on all of the things we're putting out, and then also uh, on all of the, the social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of those. Um, yeah, and we, we encourage people to get involved. There's multiple ways to donate as well to provide support uh, financially to uh, both locally and then also to folks across the state of Florida. So lots of ways to, to get engaged. Um, like I said, a storm passes quickly, but it takes a substantial amount of time to really make sure everybody is, is rebuilt and, and safe um, in the long term. So this isn't going to be a, an effort that ends quickly, unfortunately. Right. Um, this is something we're going to be working on for quite some time. And just give an idea, under normal circumstances, let's talk about that. How long does it take mm-hmm. usually to have to get a Habitat house built? So we typically take about, um, it's a six-month build process from when we pull permits to when we get that certificate of occupancy at the end. Um, we do have some, like I mentioned, accelerated builds where we work with uh, for-profit developers to build homes. We have a Blitz Build event in February. We have our holiday build event in November, December. Uh, Blitz Build is it, a home in a week. So we do have that foundation poured and kind of the behind the scenes done in advance, but the walls go up, the roof goes on, the sod is laid, and it is a house at the end of that week. Um, but our, our typical build is about six months uh, start to finish. And before that, our clients uh, go through an application process because they are purchasing the home with an affordable mortgage. So there is a mm-hmm. pre-qualification that happens, and that can take a little bit of time. And then once the home is completed, then we start the closing process. So um, it varies a little bit for everybody, depending on how quickly they get through that approval process and that closing process. But that's mm-hmm. our typical timeline. Yeah. Right. And and the and your clients are usually involved in in the process as well, not just with the application, but with the actual mm-hmm. build, correct? Correct. Yeah, our our home buyers get involved. There is a, a course of classes on home ownership. It's everything. And honestly, I I wish I had taken it when I purchased my home. Um, but it talks about <laughs> financial literacy. It gives you that uh, preventative maintenance skills. You learn uh, about, you know, all sorts of different things, insurance, HOAs, the, the gauntlet of information. We want people to be as informed and prepared for homeownership as possible because it's a lot. I mean, homeownership is it very is. different if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't done it before. And there's not often a guidebook, and, and many of us, you know, could use one. I could use one. 
So right, uh, right. we try to, to prepare people with those skills. But also our home buyers come out before they purchase their home and work on the build side alongside our volunteers and our, our construction team. They, they work with us in different capacities. And I have to say, every time I go out to our build site, I learn something new. It has been so helpful to, you know, see how drywall goes up, to learn about my AC unit, different things like that. So mm-hmm. we, we get people involved in the program. So it really is, it, it is a, a, a different process than if you're buying on, in the traditional market. But it is an engaged mm-hmm. process where we want to really empower people with as much to be home ready before they close as possible. Um, our team also works with people who didn't quite qualify to, um, you know, work on credit or their income or different things that, that they need to just get there for home ownership to get them in that home ready space. And we're going to be expanding those programs in the coming year as well because we just see such a need for that in the community. All right. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time out today. Like I said, I know you guys are, are really, really busy um, on a normal basis. Um, I've actually done a couple <laughs> of your um, women build uh, projects. I've really enjoyed doing that. And like you say, you learn a lot. Yeah. Uh, that you, yeah. you know, some things you wish you you had learned before you purchased your house. You know, but um, always a, oh, yeah. a great opportunity, and you know, also getting a chance to meet some of the people who who are your clients and, and see how appreciative they are in terms of, uh, you know, getting into the homes. And also just seeing you've actually not just done individual homes. You've actually done some uh, communities or portions of communities I've seen in Orlando mm-hmm. and Apopka. And, and so I, I really commend you all for your work. So thank you very, very much. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. We, we appreciate thank talking to you, and it's always a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you, Jennifer. Have a blessed weekend. All right. You too. And everybody, guess what? We're going to do a short show. We're letting you all go early. So if you have comments, questions, topics that you want to address or see addressed on the show, uh, give us a call or, put, you know, send me a message on the Jeans Power Hour Facebook page. Love to hear from you. That's all we got for now, though. Have a blessed weekend. This has been Jeans Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.